0: Adrian Law here CPA CA I'm a professional accountant and Vancouver accounting career coach and mentor in this podcast episode 4 of the Vancouver accounting experience and the first podcast of 2020 so happy new year to all of you out there In this episode, I get into informational interviews and how they are useful, especially if you're a student. So hopefully, this episode provides a lot of value to you, so stick around. Welcome to the Vancouver Accounting Experience. The podcast where accountants share their stories, their careers, their experiences, and their special moments of inspiration they encountered along the way to their professional designation and now your host Adrian Law and welcome to the podcast this is your host Adrian Law of the Vancouver accounting experience what's going on accounting nation if you're a student in high school university or college or if you are a professional working in industry Even if you're just a casual listener interested in different career perspectives, all of you are now welcome and all of you are part of Accounting Nation. In this episode, we're going to get into informational interviews and why they're useful, uh, how I use them personally when I was going through my career change, and I'm going to walk through how you can actually perform an informational interview to get some insights into career opportunities what the jobs are like um, what a day in the life of someone who's working in your dream role your target role your target company and industry so let's get right into it so in previous episode episode number three one of my guests Gerard Gaba made a reference to informational interviews how it really helped him out get more information about a firm that he's working at so what is an informational interview or information interview? First of all, an informational interview is not a job interview. So there is no expectation of any potential job prospects. Uh, You're not uh, submitting a resume there's not going to be an interview of any kind there's no uh, potential of any job prospects so it's purely an interview where a job seeker is interviewing an experienced professional to learn more uh, the industry the company that the individual is working at to learn a bit about what the office culture is like um, the opportunities the challenges all of those Uh, bits of information that can help the job seeker make a more informed career decision. So that's what an informational interview is all about. So how did it help me? When I was going through my career change, to kind of go back to episode two, talk a bit about how I used to be in the culinary industry and made a career change to get into the uh, accounting uh, world. So when I was doing that change, I performed two informational interviews to just learn about what was accounting like, what's a day in the life of a controller, um, what are the challenges, what are all the opportunities, what kind of jobs can I get into as a professional accountant. So that really helped me um, really solidify My interest in accounting helped me make that decision to actually go back to school, and I did. I got into the Diploma of Accounting, or known as the DAP program, at UBC, University of British Columbia. So that was very important in making that decision. And while I was back at school, I was interested in getting into uh, what was known as the CA program program. Uh, The Chartered Accountant Program, now it's obviously, it's uh, all merged into one known as the CPA, but back then I was interested in getting into public practice, really wanted to seek out uh, individuals that I could interview to learn a bit more about What public practice was all about? What was the CA program all about? You know, was life going to be really uh, that much harder? What were the working conditions like? What were the office cultures of all the different firms? So, I conducted three informational interviews with individuals. Um, Some of them were senior managers, some of them were associates of different public accounting firms just to get a bit more information so that I could make the decision as to which route I was going to follow. So, I found it. Very, very helpful indeed. So what are the benefits of an informational interview? I believe if you're a student or a young adult or someone with limited work experience or professional experience, you may have only had maybe one job or you've never worked in a professional job before, an informational interview can be a very, very powerful tool for you. So the benefits, I'll lay them out right now. So number one, informational or information interview is going to take courage. <laughs> There's just no way around it. If you've never really worked before, you've only been at school, university, you've, you know, really been around your circle of friends, I think an informational interview is going to be a very powerful tool but it's also going to be very very scary it's definitely going to take a lot of courage to get out of your comfort zone and interview someone you never met before, not in your network. Number one, courage. It's going to be a good thing, right? <laughs> Number two, organizational skills. Everything that you're going to have to do to get an informational interview done is going to take organizational skills. Practicing them is going to be a very good thing for your future career, whether it's going to be in accounting or otherwise. In a professional job, organizational skills is always very key. So finding someone to perform an informational interview, calling them up, setting a time, getting it into their calendar, drafting the questions, following up with them, all of those are going to require organizational skills. That leads into number three, which is time management skills. So while you're performing the informational interview, you're going to be mindful of the person's time, keeping track of your questions, being mindful to not exceed the time limit following up with them, making sure that it's in their calendar, all those things, time management skills, again, very important. Number four, one of the benefits is a very obvious you're expanding your professional network by one right so just by the fact that you're performing an informational interview that person is now in your network you can ask to connect with them through linkedin when you're done and you know ask them if they might know someone else who can might be willing to perform an information interview with you in the future so that having a professional network increase by one is always a very good thing number five performing informational interview that just shows initiative you're going to have to lead this informational interview so that takes initiative that really takes drive and really i think most people find that it takes a lot of gumption or real oomph to really get out there take some action and and get it done so most people rather just sit at home on a Friday evening nope you're out there you know getting things done for the informational interview so that's already setting yourself apart from the pack right so it really takes leadership so always a good thing and number six I think is just practicing speaking to someone at a professional level if you're a student a career changer someone like I said again limited professional experience speaking to someone learning to network just learning to have a conversation. All of these things are very good to practice. So it could help you with future networking, could help you with job interview. Just being able to speak to someone practicing is very good. Um, so always seek out that opportunity if you can, even if it's just a casual chat over coffee. Something a bit more formal, like an informational interview or a job interview. Just having that practice is always a very good thing. So now you know all the benefits of an informational interview. So now I'm actually going to get into how are you practically, how are you going to actually, gonna. Go about performing an informational interview? Well, first, you're going to have to find someone to interview, right? So, you know, there's no hard and fast rules, but I would say try and find someone that you don't know. So, it's not going to be your mom's friend or your friend of the family, someone you're already familiar with. Try and find someone you've never met before, you don't know. I mean, it could be someone in your extended networks. So, it could be A business partner of uh, your dad, or you know, uh, your spouse might know someone at their work who is in a role that you're interested in. So, in a secondary network, that could work, but make sure it's not someone you're already familiar with that you've met before. I mean, this is a great opportunity to find someone that. Uh, could be in a target role, like someone who's in the dream job that you're really after. I would recommend that it be someone uh, in an operational role. So for example, let's take the accounting industry. Let's say you want to get into accounting and you want to get into uh, public accounting firms. I'd recommend seeking out someone who is let's say a junior manager or a senior associate someone who's you know in the trenches a bit closer to the operational function rather than let's say a partner who you know I'm sure it'd be incredible to be able to inter- interview a partner however they're a bit more removed from the actual operational side of it it'd be great to know a bit more about what the partner does on a strategic level client facing level but uh, I definitely recommend someone a bit more at the manager level. Uh, you know, this is definitely specific to the career path that you're chosen, the industry that you chosen, the organizations that you're interested in. Next, you're gonna have to connect with them. So. If you're really gung-ho, I would say just pick up the phone if you have their phone number. If not, email, I think works perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's completely professional. Send an email. You're going to have to, to draft it. I'll get into that in a little bit. So send them an email. It's something that you can customize to the individual and have one two three sent out so it might be more efficient that way but you know it really depends on your preference and level of courage at this you can make that decision if they accept then the next step would be sending them a calendar invite so that you're reminding them i would not um book any time that's greater than 45 minutes 45 minutes i think is pushing it and under 30 minutes will be very limited amount of time for the questions that you wanna ask. Ideally, it might be about four to five questions that you can cram into about half an hour. Uh, So ideal, half an hour to 45 minutes, absolute max. Definitely no more than 45 minutes. I would not go for like an hour. So it's just being mindful of their time, respectful of their time. They're probably going to be busy, so we'll get to that. All those tips are coming in later. Um, you might draft your questions ahead of time and send it to them. It might not be all the questions, so you're going to have to play it by ear based on your time management, what kind of questions that you ranked in terms of importance. But You can send them you know, two, three, four questions so at least they can have a look and they can field it in their mind, have them a bit prepared for your questions. Now, when you're heading out to the information interview, it could be at their office. Most likely, it will be at their office. So that's just making it more convenient for them. But if they agree to meet you at, let's say, a coffee shop or somewhere else, um, that'd be perfectly fine as well. Just make sure that it's not too noisy. So you get a nice quiet comfortable spot if you're out at a coffee shop you offer to buy them coffee tea whatever is their preference uh, but most likely i'd say it's going to be at their office make sure you bring a notepad i think bringing a laptop to try and make notes might be not appropriate for the situation of an informational interview you could do it but i'd say bring a small notepad and a pen nothing that's going to be very obvious but it just shows that you are taking notes you're really interested you're engaged all of those things are good things and you want to make notes for yourself anyway so what's the name of the person you're interviewing what's their role you've got your questions all laid out and then you're just going to fill in their answer so an example email <laughs> i was going through my emails to look at some of the uh, requests that i had sent in the past and the email could go something like this so it could be dear mr mrs miss and their last name or if you are comfortable using their first name it could be dear or hi joe hi mary Um, so it would have to depend on the industry, the role, obviously the more senior, you might want to go a bit more formal, a bit more junior level, uh, mid-level management. You might be comfortable using their first name. So you would have to kind of play it by ear depending on the type of industry as well. I'd say if you're looking at someone in an accounting role at an accounting firm, someone working in industry, you know, and if they're not at the CFO level, I think it's perfectly fine to go with their first name, but like I said, you'd have to play it by ear. For me, looking at back at my old emails, I just went with their first name. So it was, um, hi, John, my name is Adrian Long. I'm a student enrolled in the DAP program uh, at UBC. I'm really keen to learn a bit more about the CPA program, or like I said, back then it was the CA program. Uh, really Keen to learn more about the CPA program and the experiences at a public accounting firm. Uh, I'd love, <coughs> uh, I'd love to be able to organize an informational interview so I can make more informed decisions about my career choices. Then you can get into how you came about their name so for me is that my manager roy referred me to referred me to you Uh, or it could be something uh, you may have read an article that they wrote or it could be someone that was referred to you by someone else so this is where you're going to be adding uh, a little detail as to how you came to connect with them Finish up with, did you want to set up an informational interview with them in person? When would be a convenient time? Thank you for taking the time to address my email, that sort of thing, you know, and then thank you in regards, that kind of thing. So very short, sweet, direct to the point, send them out. I would say... 9 times out of 10, you're probably going to get a positive response. And, you know, there might be 1 out of 10 times where they're not going to respond to you. So, you know, if that's the case, that's fine. Uh, you just move on. So now let's get into the actual interview itself. The individuals agreed to do the interview. You set up a time. Set up in there. Um, you send them a calendar invite. You've got all your questions laid out. You're actually going to go and meet them now at their office be on time don't be late uh, and be organized don't have like a huge backpack like i mentioned just bring a notebook and a pen um sit down but this is where we're getting into like the nuances of meeting someone so i think this is very important initial meeting make sure that you bring the charm. So what does that mean? You bringing charm means, you know, as humans, we tend to mirror the people we meet often. So if someone's not smiling, we sometimes mirror that sort of, um, of that gesture just as, as a very natural thing. And then when someone's walking down the street, you might mirror them if they're smiling at you. So it's, but when you're leading an informational interview, I think it's always good that you bring the charm first. So that means if the person's not smiling, you smile first. If your hand is not forward for a handshake, you bring your hand forward for the handshake first. Smile, show warmth, put on your hand, handshake, make sure it's a firm handshake, smile, that sort of thing. So that's always very good that you're leading right from the get-go. So uh, don't be quiet. This is where it really takes practice. So if this is the first time you're ever doing information interview, it might come across as a bit awkward. Um, Don't worry about it. it. You know, takes practice for sure. So after the initial greeting, it's always good to have a little casual chat. So that's just a bit of breaking the ice. So don't get right into the questions. Uh, So, sit down, have a chat, look around your office. Um, You know, this is where it takes a little bit of skill and experience to, let's say, maybe. Notice, are they a hockey fan or do they have a picture of their family? Did they have a picture of their cat or their dog? Or did do they have a great view outside of their office? All these little things that you notice are just great little conversation starters. So you could get into their family, could get into their dogs or their favorite sport, or maybe they've tr- you, a picture of their travels. You could get into talking about travel or food. Uh, people just love to talk about themselves. And this is a great way to just break the ice and get to know one another, right? So this is just a bit of the human connection side, warming up to one another so that it's not so awkward um, asking questions of someone that you've just met. So all of these are going to be great practice for you, great experience uh, just practicing to speak to someone and networking. So questions Uh, that you could have ready to go. It could be, you know, what's your role? What's your career path? How did you get to where you are today? You could be asking about um, what kind of clients uh, the company has... Uh, what kind of markets they're into, what kind of technologies they're using, what are some of the challenges uh, that organizations facing, what are the opportunities that you see, all those things. Very good questions to just fill in your knowledge uh, so that you can make more informed career choices. Other things you could get into are what sort of educational level do you need? Do you need any special certifications to be in your role so... For example, it could be more than just an accounting designation. It could be something like uh, their uh, certified fraud examiner or their internal auditor, something. Uh, These are just examples that require additional certification. Next, you could get into office culture. Um, You know, do you guys hang out with the team? Do you guys take lunches? Is there a games room? What's the office culture like? Is it formal? Is it a bit more relaxed? What kind of advice... The person might have for students or what kind of advice do they have for someone who's a career seeker looking to get into the industry? So all of those will have to depend on what you're looking for. So make it very Contextual to your specific situation, right? So try not to make it too bland too generic So obviously ask your questions manage your time like I said, you're looking at half an hour to 45 minutes. Uh, make sure that um, you've got time and you're not running over. So another key point about interviewing someone is that you don't want to just ask your questions, wait for them to answer, and then move on to the next question. It's very important to um, have a engage. A level of engagement when you're asking these questions. So uh, I guess the inflection of your tone, eye contact, nodding your head in acknowledgement of their answer, um, having insightful uh, comments after they've given their response, right? So for example, if they are talking about uh, office culture or we have a foosball table downstairs, you could jump in about what you know about foosball or you hate foosball or, you, you know, you're a foosball champion, that sort of thing. Come back with a bit of a banter, your own point, insightful comments that, that makes it a bit more of a real conversation. Essentially, my advice to people is pretend you're a talk show host. Pretend you're Conan O'Brien or Jimmy Fallon or someone. You really want to have a bit of engagement uh, that makes it entertaining now obviously it's just going to be you two in the room but pretend there is an audience that is interested into what the person is going to have to say so you're adding your own two cents, your own comments to make it a bit more of a real conversation because that's what it just is. It's just, we're just connecting to one another at a human level, right? It's communication, we're connecting to them. So having just the questions, them answer, and then you moving on to the next questions because you want to get the hell out of that is not going to be the way to go it's very cold and it's it can definitely come off awkward so it's going to take practice there's just no way around it after your questions thank them again uh, for their time because obviously they're volunteering their time for you Um, and you can ask them if it's appropriate if you connect with them on linkedin and then you're done i mean When you get back, you can send up a follow-up email thanking them again. And you can even ask if they know someone else in their network um, who might be willing to do an informational interview with you. So that could be an opportunity to expand um, your network uh, again. And when you're done, um, I think you'll really feel uh, a real sense of uh, accomplishment. I, I mean, I think the first time I ever did an informational interview, I was scared, you know, sweaty palms, uh, sweaty, everything just really nervous, shaking. Um, But I think it's a real sense of accomplishment. And you'd be amazed uh, what you can do once you've got the first informational interview, you know, done and under and uh, under your belt. So now that I've kind of laid out essentially the steps you need to take. The real question now is, are you actually going to execute on this? I would say, think of this as a challenge to yourself. Try and get one informational interview done. So, I mean, if your first year, second year, third year, fourth year university student, doesn't really matter if you're job seeking, an informational interview is just going to give you the experience All those things that I laid out, those six benefits, it's really uh, you're practicing and you're getting valuable information at the same time. So think of this as a challenge to yourself, something, you know, no one's going to be really judging you on any of this. You could just fail right out of the gate. No one would ever know. But think of it as a good challenge, something to just get done. And it's also practice so that you're not scared about future job interviews business connections networking meeting other people all those things especially if you're looking to get into accounting there's going to be networking sessions um if you're looking to get into public practice this is going to be even more crucial Uh, and i was just even thinking that you know you could use this as just practice for um when you're in the auditing role, having to meet clients, having to audit them, all those things like setting up a time, sitting in your office um, making some you know casual light conversations before you get into the the meat of the work all these things are just going to be great practice that you've have under your belt, having performed informational interviews. So are you actually going to execute on this challenge? I know it's going to be very scary. We've already laid that out. But all the excuses that I can already hear in your head, I mean, I already know what they are, right? So excuses are going to be, you're too busy you know swamped at school you've got way too much homework um you know you're going to be in denial you're probably asking yourself who would even want to meet with me i'm just a student Uh, no one would want to take the time i'm nobody all of these really are just bs excuses you're probably spending time catching up on your game of thrones so you're not really that busy with school You could get a half an hour informational interview done, right? I mean, it takes a bit of prep work going through the questions, getting them down. But really, I would say no more than an hour of work, uh, fielding some questions, sending out emails. So... Uh, you could get it done. You could get it done. You could find someone who you know knows someone who's in the role, or you could go through LinkedIn, find someone who's in you know that dream role, that dream position in that dream organization. And you're after reach out to them, set up an informational interview. Really, what is the worst thing that can happen, right? You have everything to gain and you have nothing to lose. I can already guarantee you, you're not going to die right so with that out of the way you've got everything else to gain so i mean go for it there's there's really no downside right especially if you're like i said a student you've never had a job before um you're not going to be getting a job right so this is not a job interview so you, you have nothing literally nothing to lose and this is going to be something that's going to be very valuable Regardless, if you're looking for a professional career, uh, a job interview, if you're looking at business relationships or personal relationships, going forward to making the first step, not being worried about um, rejection, essentially, right? So that's going to come up with job interviews, not being worried about rejection, you putting your best self forward, uh, your true authentic self out there you're taking the action you're making the initiative you're putting yourself out there Uh, you're asking someone to connect with you and if it's a no then it's a no Uh, don't dwell about it Like I said, nine times out of 10, it'll very likely be a positive response. Uh, One time when it's a no, they could just truly be busy and they don't have time for the informational interview. And another time it could just be they're not interested. So there's that. Um, I would say if it's a negative response, don't dwell on it. It's not you. It's just not the right connection at the right time. So like I said, in all kinds of relationships, there's going to be a situation where it's not the right connection at the right time. Don't dwell. Move on. To recap uh, for a successful informational interview, be organized. Be polite. You bring the charm first, remember. Uh, make sure you respect their time. Lead the informational interview at all times. You really want to make the experience as easy as possible for them. So you're leading with setting up the time, you're leading with confirming the time, you're leading with uh, selecting a place to meet, you're leading with the questions, you're leading with the time management, you're following up with a thank you all of those things you're leading make sure uh, you do that because that's very important it just shows uh, really that you're taking the reins uh, your leadership skills you're taking the reins like i said all those things are tying back to all those benefits that i talked about probably the most important thing is show enthusiasm right you know bring a bit of personality bring your passion why are you even doing this in the first place well you know you're really vested in your career you're really interested in taking the reins to your career this is something that you've chosen uh, to do you want to seek that information so that you can make a, a better career choice show that you're inquisitive, um, have a bit of a banter, uh, get into that conversation, make it light, make it fun. Uh, you'd be amazed you your experience with an informational interview and the relationships uh, that can develop and the connections that you make and you expand your network. Uh, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, you've got a lot of value out of that uh, podcast, all about information interviews. That's all the time we have for you on the Vancouver Accounting Experience. Uh, this one wasn't too specific to the accounting industry. Uh, It was bit more general let me know if you had a positive experience if you actually did this information interview challenge comments you have any questions any suggestions for future episodes send me send me a note that's going to be by email that's adrian at adrian-law.ca thanks very much for listening i really appreciate it i know you guys have a lot of choices out there when it comes to podcasts thanks for listening Uh, until next time this is your host of the vancouver account experience. Adrian Law signing up. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to follow, rate, and share the podcast. Tune in next time when your host, Adrian Law, delves into the wonderful world of Vancouver accounting experience.